we need. Amen. Good to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Looks like summer is finally upon us out there. Makes you glad you ain't going to hell. That's miserable. Amen. We'll walk in the light. Jesus, the light of the world. I don't know what key. I think it's D. We'll walk in the light. The beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy are bright. Bye. 
Of the thing. 
lot of things we don't understand here, but we will someday. Amen. Are you washed in the blood? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour?
during his surgery and um, came through it quicker I think they said maybe an hour and a half and I believe it was less than an hour or right around an hour so and then he was able to walk that day in the hospital and go up the stairs yesterday uh, at the house he said it hurt but he did make it up the stairs so thankful the Lord has given him the strength and we're just believing in a rapid recovery amen that way he doesn't have to suffer like last time and then brother Basile as well came through that that eye surgery and I believe there's some kind of a patch they say they'll be able to take off in a few days um, I didn't write it down so forgive me on that but thankful the Lord was with our brother there because that certainly could always be different anytime you go under surgery and then brother Terry Tidwell posted an update today on sister Vicki he said to all of our friends and prayer partners just want to let you know that Vicki is doing great she is a walking miracle. God's got a miracle for you. Amen. Let's give the Lord a minute. Amen. So wonderful to hear that because she certainly suffered so long. Amen. Let's remember Brother Eugene's uh, mama. He had uh, texted some of the brothers today and said that she wasn't, uh, she wasn't feeling good in a lot of pain, um, you know, dealing with the the cancer and, and whatnot. So let's remember um, Brother Eugene's mama um, and a friend of Sister Shone's um, asked prayer for her daughter, Tori Parker. She's 26 years old, two small children, and been having issues with kidneys, problems in her kidneys, kidney stones, and high blood pressure. And they're planning to remove the problem kidney July 7th, and they're thinking it'll take care of all the issues. So let's remember um, Tori Parker. That's a daughter of the friend of Sister Shone's, and she had confidence in Sister Shone and the church here, so let's hold her up um, in prayer. Sister Marilyn going to the GI doctor in the morning, just believing all that will be well, no issues there. And Sister Grace um, had messaged my wife, said, please ask the church to pray for Ely Wagnon. He is in serious need of a touch in his body. His wife and family are in a roller coaster of emotions because they don't know how to help him. They've tried several things to make him comfortable, but nothing is working. Please pray especially for the salvation of his soul. So we do know that is the most important. So remember, if I'm pronouncing it right, Ely Wagnon. And then Sister Naomi Allen, her sister Donna, um, after she got the second COVID shot, she's been paralyzed and bedridden. And I 
I'm certainly sorry to hear that. Um, they say doctors don't know what's wrong. So just remember her, but Brother Cammie texted me and said, mostly pray she surrenders her life to Christ. She's currently a Muslim. So let's hold Sister Naomi's sister Donna up in prayer as well. Many needs, but we know God's got it all in control. Amen. Brother Wade, if you can make your way up here this evening, take us to the Lord in prayer. Anybody have an unspoken prayer request? Amen. Remember Brother Isaac as well as he'll be ministering this evening. Amen. Seems like a vast list, don't it? But I'm telling you, God is more than able. I think he, he already did it, as a matter of fact. Because he said, for my, for my, oh, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus, for bearing those stripes for me. And for each and every one of us here today. Because without him, we couldn't be made whole. Without him, we're nothing. But with Jesus, all things are possible. Let's just go to him, knowing thanking him, praising him, giving him glory for all that he has done, all that he's doing, and all that he's going to do in our lives. Let's just go to him in prayer. The Heavenly Father, Lord God Jesus, we come before you this evening, Lord Jesus. Oh Lord, with all the requests that was called out, Lord God. Oh Lord, you may be overwhelming to our minds, oh Lord Jesus, or infinite little minds, Lord God. But Lord Jesus, we got you to look to, Lord God. We have nowhere else to turn, Lord Jesus. Who can we put, confide, or trust, or help, or needs to, Lord Jesus? Who can we turn to, Lord Jesus, but you, Lord God? Oh, Lord Jesus, you said it's a finished work, Lord God. That day you bow on Calvary, you said it's finished. And we believe it, Lord Jesus. We're going to take you at your word, Lord God. You said, Lord Jesus... All is well, Lord, and I believe it, Lord Jesus. And we're here to give you praise, give you glory, Lord Jesus, because you're more than, more than, oh, Jesus, we love you, Lord God. Oh, Father, as Brother Isaac would come out, Lord Jesus, I pray that, Lord God, that you just hide him away, Lord Jesus. Let him minister to the needs of all the people here, oh, Lord Jesus. And the ones that's not here, oh Lord God, Jesus, you ministered them in a special way too, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor for all that you are and all that you're doing in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's sing, oh how I love Jesus, I believe. Y'all forgive me, I didn't have that that one down. Key of F. Sing that as we invite Brother Isaac out this evening and just speak whatever the Lord's laid upon his heart. Oh, how I love
So we will go to our Bible, but Brother Brian and the team can stay for a little bit. Uh, the book of Act 5, 40, um, 40 to 42. So this was happening in the time of the apostles. And after being arrested and uh, beaten and threatened, so the great teacher Gamalios gave them an advice. So they agreed and listened to what he said. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the, uh, from the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they ceased not to teach and preach in Jesus' name. I uh, want uh, Brother Brian, can we sing the love of God? Just before we stand.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for what you had to go through to get to us, O oh God. Father, I've been watching a lot of documentaries to see what is going on and try to understand what is happening. There is people, Father, that were more powerful, intelligent, smart than us, O oh God but you left all of them. And a lot of them, no matter what they did, they don't understand what we understand. They don't, they don't know what we know, oh God. We thank you for that, oh Father. Because the greatest love was not to give them uh, the intelligence and to be wise and to be smart according to the things of the world, oh God. But the greatest love was to lay your life for us, who were worthless, who couldn't stand, we didn't have anything to show off, but you still came for us, oh God, we thank you, Father. That's the reason why we are here, gathered this evening, is to hear from you, oh God. We came with all our problems and trouble and worries and everything, Father. So that you can take care of us, oh God. Because we don't know where else to go. If not to come to you. Now we invite you, God, to come among us. And talk to us, oh God. You know that without you we are nothing, God. We don't have intelligence. To even 
give a good speech or do anything, God, we trust in you wholly. Now come among us. You know the problems, you know the situations, you know everything, God. Take care of it, oh God. You trusted us, you gave us this gift. Now I trust on you to use it for your own glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed, amen. You, you may be sitting. We are happy to be in the house of God this evening. I personally love this song. Imagine the last verse says this. Could we uh, with ink the ocean fill? You see how the ocean is big? We all know the story of what happened. The Titan, or I don't know how they call it, was lost. They tried everywhere to find it. But that was just a part of the ocean. But now imagine all the water on earth was the ink. And the sky was the scroll. And all of us were the writers. We cannot write the love of God. No matter how hard we will try to explain it, to express it, we will never write the love of God. Because as human, we can explain it just as human. Because if you do something good to me, I'll remember that. And once you do something bad, whatever you did good, I forget about it. But the love of God, no matter how bad you are, He still remembers the one thing you did. And that's the love of our Father. I'm happy to have Him as Father. Because uh, this evening, I would like us to, first of all, I thank our pastor for the trust. And we thank the Lord for what He did for Him. And uh, we trust that it will be a quick uh, recovery. Because prayers have been offering, and we stay and wait. Because once you pray, there is nothing else to do than to wait. So this evening, I want us to talk about bearing his name. You know, most of the time we call Christians, we call uh, sons of God, we can talk about anything, but bearing his name Sometimes we misunderstanding. And most of the time, uh, people misuse also the name. So before I continue, I want to go in Mark 16. Mark 16, uh, almost at the last. Yes. Verse 15 to 18. Uh, the Bible says this, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe in, in my name, Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. 
They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So most of the time people use this scripture, especially when it's a revival meeting or there is miracles and stuff. But there is some, a key element there that people forget to mention. When we go back to the book of Acts, we will notice that the Pharisees were fighting against one thing. They didn't have any problem with the disciples preaching in Caiaphas' name. They didn't have a problem. They didn't have any problem with them preaching in any other name. But they had only one thing they were fighting against. And they could even forbid them to preach in the name of Jesus. For one reason. When you say that I bear somebody's name, you identified with the person. Because I, I tried to check uh, the, the word name uh, in Greek. They said, uh, I think it's onoma. Or onoma. I, I don't remember it correctly. It's Greek. They said, you cannot separate the name with the person. So if I say that I am Christian, I identify myself with Christ, and when I say I bear his name, it means his reproach is my reproach. His power is my power. Whatever he had to stand for, I am standing for it too. It becomes my responsibility. These Pharisees were a type of the demon, were the type of the, the devil or Lucifer. He didn't want them to understand the meaning or the power that was attached to that name. That's why he didn't want them to teach, to do anything in his name. But the devil got to understand. He said, no. I will not fight them against the name anymore. I will play a trick. I will let them bear the name. But I will change something. Because once I, I try to separate the name with the life that follows that name. They will bear the name of the Lord in vain. Because now it's, it's easy for people to sing in, in Jesus' name. It's easy for people to preach in Jesus' name. And that's why Jesus even said, in that day they will come. And they will say, Lord, 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 we did this in your name. But I will tell them, I never knew you. How come these people were bearing his name? But at the end, Jesus tells them, I don't know you. I'll, I'll read a quote. Before I continue, Brother says this uh, in uh, the Ephesian Church Age, preached in 60, uh, 60 12, 05. He says, The way of God is holiness. Because anyone who names the name of the Lord has to depart from, from wickedness, from iniquity. But if you find somebody who names the name of the Lord 
and you still attach to those things. Something is wrong with them. <laughs> and that's why you find we have more Christians, but we have more wickedness. <laughs> and the book, the book of Ecclesiastes says this. In the place of righteousness, wickedness was found. Why? Because people didn't pay attention. To the, when I bear the name of the Lord, there is a life that follows that name. He says, the way of, the, of God is holiness. Holiness is when you are clean. There is nothing that they can accuse you of. You are clean. In the sight of God and in the sight of men. Not only I am clean in the sight of God, but you cheat on your brother. <laughs> I've seen people come and tell you, brother Isaac, we love you. I know it's a lie. You don't love me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let this be known to every member of uh, here of the, the body of Christ until you live a holy life. God refuses your sacrifice. <laughs> Because there the, the, the is a place where God had to choose to place his name. And after he places his name, and then you bear that name. Until you live a holy life, God refuses your sacrifice. No matter how you can pray, you can even see results. That doesn't mean that God has accepted you. There is a place where brother says like even somebody, an unbeliever can use the word of God and God comes to vindicate it. Because it's for his name's sake. Not for you. That's why those people came and told him, told him Lord, we did this in your name. They were unbelievers. But they did miracles. They did all those things in his name. They never came, we come and pray to you on the name of uh, Lucifer. No. And Brother goes and says, you see Matthew 24, he is, he, like, the, some people will, will misunderstand it. It will be so close. <laughs> that you will think that is the truth, but it's not. Because the way of God is holiness. <laughs> and how can you be holy when you mistreat one another? When you lie against one another? When you have clans and clique against the other clique? <laughs> the white against the black, the black against the white. Hey, Brother Isaac, stop. I will not stop. <laughs> eh? how, how, how can you be holy because somebody was asking me a question I asked them when you dream what color are you 
When you are in the dream, you come and tell me, oh, I was seeing, I was seeing. Some, you don't pay attention of what color. You just see what you're seeing. And you say, I was going someplace, I was going this place. You don't even know if you were white or black. No. That's how God sees you. But, but, but how can you be holy and then all you see is color? And when there is a political tension, the black is against the white and the white is against the black. And then we come, we say we bear his name. <laughs> because whoever is called by the name of Jesus becomes your brother, becomes your sister. Ephesians 3 says, all the family in heaven and on earth is called by his name. <laughs> but when you are still like fighting for, 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 for countries, citizenship, I understand where you are from. <laughs> and that's why you fight for those things. Because you are from that place. But the people that are from heaven, they fight for heavenly things. The, the things of earth is, is no more alive for them. And all they want, they say, come, oh Lord, come. It's no more about politics. It's no more about, oh, you see, this one, or, this one was better than. <laughs> Even the one that you call better than. Do you know the, 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 the stuff that is hiding? There is no better than. Because all the kingdom of earth belongs to Satan. And is the one that is ruling it. No matter the, the person they put there. Even if they take brother Isaac, they put him there. Hey, I will be a crook. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Even if they take brother Isaac, you see Holy Ghost field man. They put him there. He will be a crook. Because you will be dealing with people that are very crooked than yourself. And for you to beat them, you have to play the game. And, and then he said, until you live a holy life, God refuses your sacrifice. You don't live a holy life, you go pray. God is not even looking at you. He refuses your sacrifice. Especially for the people that claim to believe the message. The word of the time. God rejects your, your, your sacrifice because you know the truth. To them that a law was given. A law will be required from them. You know the truth and you still choose not to follow the truth. And you want God to follow you. <laughs> he says, The sacrifice must, must be offered with holy hands. The high priest, before he could even come into in to offer the sacrifice, he had to be holy and dedicated and anointed and perfumed and everything before he could even walk in the presence of God to offer the sacrifice. 
before even he could even walk into the presence, he had to make sure that everything was right with himself. That was in the Old Testament, right? Jesus didn't come to, to abolish the law. But he came to, to, to magnify the law. To make it more harder. To the point where it would be easy for the camel to go into the door. <laughs> it became so hard that, 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 that because under the blood of God, God could even understand. But under the blood of the Lord himself, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. And then he says this. Then how can you go out here and cheat and steal and fuss and fight with your neighbors and everything else and carry on the way you do and, come, and then come in and say, Oh Lord, Oh Lord God, praise Jesus, hallelujah. How many people fight with their neighbors? <laughs> they never said the one that believed. The, the unbeliever. You go there, you steal on them, you cheat on them, you do everything. And on Sunday, praise Lord. Oh love of God. Do you know what is love? You don't know. Because God loved you so that you can display the love to others. God loved you when you were yet a sinner. But when you see somebody in sin, you are the first to condemn them. You are the first to throw them in hell. You, you are going to hell. You are going to hell. You are going to hell. Did you become a hell keeper? And, and everybody that passes before you, you throw them in hell. But if God had to hold you responsible for your own thought, what could have happened to you? Because you can display a good Christian before us. We, we cannot read your thoughts. But God knows it all. And in this age, he told the prophet that the thoughts of people speak louder than what they say. As I'm preaching, some people are even cursing me in their thought. God knows your thought. But now when God sees that, he could have killed you. But instead he felt sorry for you. But you, when you see somebody else in mistakes, what do you do? Hell. And when, when, after you finish everything on Sunday, on Wednesday, you come and praise, and then you show that you love God. No. You are not bearing his name. Because the name of God, when it comes on you, he has power to transform you, he has power to change you, he has power to heal. He has power to, to give life. 
But how come you have the name of God, the name of Jesus on you? You are bearing his name and you tell the world that I am Christ-like. And you don't bear the fruit of Jesus. It's impossible. I don't believe in that. Because once you say I bear his name, you become one with the name. You identify with the name. And whatever the name was, you become. But if the name was not cursing on people, you, you are cursing by but bearing his name. Who are you? An imposter. Brother Brown says this. Uh, in the book, uh, Exposition of the Seven Church Ages, the Ephesian Church Age, so that's why he says this. Now here, here is something else that started in that age. And it will continue right down through the ages. Getting deeper and darker. That people were repudiating that name. It was not the true efficient church that was doing it. No sir. It was the false apostles. So in this first church age, they saw people coming in. They were saying they were apostles. But when these people tried to follow the kind of life they were living, they found that they were, they were false. The kind of life they were displaying, it was not the life that they saw in Paul. It was not the life that they saw in John. It was different. And when they could go back and check the scriptures. Paul even said some people preach Christ for envy. They find that the, 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 the people were just doing things to please other people. But their life was not as the scripture says. <laughs> and brother will continue. He says. They knew the righteous let that accompanied the bearing of the name. They knew. In the first church age. They knew that when you bear the name of that, that name in you, you have to be righteous. You will not just go, you see people say, Jesus, Jesus, oh you no. But like taking the name of your Lord in vain is bearing it but not having the fruits. That's right. There it is. That's right. <laughs> it's not by, I don't say go, go, go start to curse using the name of Jesus. If I use your name cursing, how will you feel? Huh? A little thing, I use your name, I curse. I use your name, I curse. It's disrespectful. It's not what I'm saying. But, but taking his name in vain is when you bear the name, but you don't have the life of that, of that name. <laughs> but these people knew that when you bear that name, you need to have a certain type of life. At home, the same life of the word. At church, the same name of the type of the, uh, the, the word. Uh, anywhere you go. 
Anywhere you are. Let, let, let you be sleeping or awake. You were still a Christian. Wherever you are, <laughs> you're still a Christian. <laughs> he, he, he says this. For whosoever nameth the name of the Lord, let him depart from sin. Be ye holy, ye that bear the vessels of the Lord. Thou shalt not bear the name of the, the Lord thy God in vain. The Ephesians were Christians. They bore the name, and that name was Christ, who was the Spirit of God within them. You see, Jesus said, in my name, but a lot of people just use the name without having the Spirit in them. But when you use the name, the anointing can come and do miracles. But in you, it's empty. That's why he told them, I don't know you. When we go run the DNA, I don't recognize you. You did it in my name. That's true. But when we go in the life, the life comes out of the blood. When we go deep down in your blood stream, I don't see myself there. I don't know you. And they were, they were so astonished. They said, no, but Lord, we did this, we did that. He said, I don't know you. Depart from me. Because they did everything right, but they missed to understand that the name had a spirit following it. And that spirit was coming in you. <laughs> when he shall come. When he shall come. And then he, he, he continues says this. Uh, who was the spirit of God within them? And which was one of the threefold names of the Lord? And for my name's sake has as, uh, as labored and as not fainting. These believers didn't work for Paul. Whatever they were doing, it was not to please Paul. So when Paul is there, they can see them try to behave a certain way. No. Whatever they did was for the Lord. And when we go down there, Brother Brum says, whatever they did, it was in the name of the Lord. <laughs> Whatever you do, in action or in word, do it in the name of the Lord. <laughs> when my wife goes to the kitchen to cook, she's doing it in my name. Uh -huh. If she was not bearing my name, she would not be in the kitchen cooking. Yeah, that would be free love, right? And when she goes to cook, she doesn't go and say, Oh, in Isaac's name, I'm cooking. No. It's done in a, a way like automatically. And then she doesn't have to force it. She just knows that Isaac needs to eat, I have to cook. 
And when you live a Christian life, you don't force it. You just know that my Lord, this is what he loves. And, and it comes in you. Whatever you do, in action or in word, you do it in the name of the Lord. <laughs> but that, that little gossip that you were doing, was it in the name of the Lord? When you were walking into the club, enjoying that music, at home, drinking a little bit, was it in the name of the Lord? <laughs> when you were hiding, watching those things that we were watching, was it in the name of the Lord? When you were criticizing, was it in the name of the Lord? Whatever you do, in action or in word, do it in the name of the Lord. For thy sake, the name of the Lord is cursed everywhere by the nations. Because you don't live according to the standard of what the Lord wants you to do. <laughs> And after sitting with those people, criticizing the other sister, criticizing the other brother, and then now you come and talk about the word of God again, it's better for you to shut up. Sometimes we will go to places and I see people, they like to argue about the word, but I know who they are. I want just to expose them. But we were made to <laughs> hold it. Because people play with that name and they think that is by talking about it that they will make it inside. No. <laughs> Whatever you do, you have to do it in the name of the Lord. And when you go criticize somebody, you do it in someone else's name. <laughs> because the Bible says, you are of your father the devil. <laughs> That's why your action reflects who was your father. Brother says to kill somebody is not just to go get a knife and or a gun and shoot them. Poof. No. It's by killing the influence. You go talk about a body brother. You go talk about a body sister. You go talk about someone. And then you kill the influence. And then you are happy now. Because when somebody, for example, calls me and then he starts to talk a brother, do you know how much I have to suffer? Before I can pray, do you know? And you find people, it's easy, especially with the phone, the, the phones that we have. And then you call, you see what that brother did? Is it my problem? Is it my business? And we have weak, weak Christians that cannot stand and defend the word of God. How do you say that you bear his name if you cannot stand for what he stood for? Brother Brown says, when somebody calls you with the gossip, shut them up. Don't even listen. But you have a lot of Christians, they are there, they want to listen, they want to listen. Oh, Brother Isaac, oh, tell me, what did he do? Hey, I knew it, I knew it. What do you know? What do you know? And then when you see that brother coming, God bless you, brother. What God do you want me to bless me? 
after killing my influence, after killing that sister influence, after doing all those things that you did, and then you want, because you can only give what you have. If I say, God bless you, I need to have a blessing to give to you. But you come, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Sometimes you just slap him. <laughs> the Lord will forgive you for that. I'm telling you. Because people, we have, we have like, we have serpents among us. The, the only person that cannot stand is the serpent. That was it for him. He stood once and after falling, it was done. You find Christians, they like to know. They like to know. Oh, what happened? What happened? What happened? And after when they tell you, after you hear all those things, you have a storage. You store them. You store them. You upload them on your iCloud of your mind. You store them. And at evening, now you go to pray. Oh, Lord. That, that's what, what are you doing? It's better for you to stand up and not even to pray. Because you have to call that brother. You have to call that sister and tell them what you did before you can pray. You don't even have to go ask God for forgiveness. You didn't talk bad about God. You talked bad about someone. It's easy for you to go ask forgiveness to a God that you cannot see. Then a, a person that you can see. Oh brother, I talked bad about you. Please forgive me. You, I did this, I did this, I did this. <laughs> you call me with those nonsense. I will tell you straight. I've done it before and I will do it. Oh brother so and so did. Brother so and so did. I will tell you the reason why this is, you see this, what you're doing. It's not right. But a lot of Christians don't do that. Because they want to gather dirt on somebody and maybe in the future use it against that person. But you did this. You did this. But know that there is always an eye watching. When you are telling of what he did, you don't know what he went to do after doing that. Maybe the Holy Spirit condemned them. And they went in the chamber. And they prayed. Lord, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I didn't mean to do that. Please, please. And the Lord has forgiven. Once he forgives you, it's done. And you are still, oh, you did this, you did that. You did this, you did that. Who are you? <laughs> but these people understood what kind of life had to follow that name? The people that bear that name. What kind of life? And sometimes we pray there is no much of, God, of what God is doing. is because we didn't remove sin among us. And I've noticed a lot of hypocrisy. Even people, they talk, they laugh. But after they turn their back... <laughs> They talk ill about the same person they were laughing with. And that is in the house of the Lord. 
And the next day, we come again. Let's worship. Everybody worship the Lord. Everybody. No. And for me, I don't like when we use the term our God. No. Because I don't know who is your God. And I know who is my God, but I don't know who is your God. When you went to gossip, that was not my God. It was your God. When you went to, 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 to criticize, to talk ill about somebody, that was not my God. And when we come together, we never say our God. I don't know where you came from. At least I know where I'm coming from. I know that before coming, I prayed. I said, God, I'm going to listen to your word. You I don't know where you are coming from. Maybe you told your God that I'm going to destroy the service today. How will I know? And then he says, And all they did, they did in that name. In that, in that name, they acted. But if they could not act in that name, then they refrained from acting. If whatever you're telling me is not for the glory of that name, I don't want to listen. If whatever you want me to, to, to pay attention is not for the glory. You have brothers when they meet, the conversation is <laughs> not something that if we record, we can play it in public. Sisters too. It's not only the brothers, sisters too. When you say something, always think that this thing that I'm saying, can I repeat it twice the same way? Without changing anything. That's the best part of the truth. <laughs> because the truth, I don't have to worry myself about memorizing how I said it. No. Even after 20 years, I will just repeat the truth. But liars, they have skills. <laughs> they have to do effort to memorize each word. And that's how I always catch them. Because you said here, the next day you come, you change just one word. I catch you. And then the next day, I will do it purposely. You say again, you change another word again. I say, but how did you? And then when you panic, you lie. <laughs> so if they knew that this thing was not for the glory of that name, they would refrain from it. They will now go do it. He said, Those were heavenly blessed Christians whose behavior was in the Lord. <laughs> you, can, you can draw the picture. Let's say that this tablet or this uh, thing is the Lord. <laughs> and in the Lord we have rules. <laughs> Thou shalt not bear false witness. When you bear a false witness, where are you? Outside of the Lord. <laughs> Thou shalt not have two gods. When you put something before God, where are you? 
becomes your idol. Going to the gym, it becomes your idol. When you wake up, even like you, you say like, I don't want to feel like I am uh, making this thing become my idol. You come, you make just a short prayer. But you know, your mind knows that this prayer is just to make yourself feel better. <laughs> you cannot lie to yourself. You know. <laughs> and after you pray, oh, oh, amen. Ha, now I made my prayer, I can go. It's your idol. Because when you bear his name, the, 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 you give it value. You honor his name. <laughs> if my wife was not honoring my name, I don't see why we would be together. If she didn't give value to the name, I don't see why we would be together. If she was not seeing that she can lose her last name and take my name, I don't see why we will be together. But a lot of Christians, when they come to Christ, they don't want to lose the last name. They want to miss the last name and the name of Jesus together. And then it becomes unfruitful. And then they start to blame God that God is not powerful. God is not doing it anymore. <laughs> Don't even go there. Because God has so much vindicated his word. To the point where, like, we don't even have to prove it anymore. Because when you bear his name in truth, God is obligated to you. <laughs> you become one with him. Last week, we were planning to go to our vacation, and then I went to the store to buy something that I needed. And then when I went, it was Balinton. So when I went there, and then I got there, I had my headphones, I was on the phone with the brother, and then I went to the car, I removed one, one side, so when I was paying, and then I went to the car, I got in the car, I started driving, I noticed that I lost the one side of headphone I have. So I could track it. So I went back to the store. The phone tells me that it's in Burlington. I can see where it is. I go to the place, ask, did I leave it here? They say no. But I can see it's here. I went all around, I checked, nothing. I went outside, they tell me it's behind. I go back inside, nothing. And then I stood outside, I said, Lord, I need these headphones. He asked me when I'm at work, I can listen to the Bible, I can watch things, I can uh, listen to the message. I need it. I went back. I asked, where is it? We looked nothing. Imagine, I parked my car, I went down from the driver's side, not the passenger side, the driver's side. I went down, I went in the store. After I asked the guy, there was nothing. I said, okay, maybe it's lost, let me go back in my car. I started to walk in the car. The headphone was laying straight where my door was. <laughs> and you will come and tell me God is not real. I went down from that same door. 
There was nothing. And then I'm walking back. The headphone is right there. I just went down. I picked it. I said, thank you, Jesus. I put it back. And then I drove back. Yeah. <laughs> when you bear his name, God is obligated to you. <laughs> and that's why he said, ask. <laughs> so that when I do it, your joy will be made perfect. But you don't even bear his name the right way and you ask, how will he, how will he help you? <laughs> he, he, he has no debt. He doesn't, owe, he doesn't owe you anything. In every little thing, your name is mentioned. In every little thing, your name is mentioned. In every problem, your name is there. <laughs> Brother Branham went to preach somewhere. There, and uh, after preaching, he went out. For him, he thought he covered everything. And then this woman comes and says, Oh, God bless you, Brother Branham. Today you preached good. You didn't touch me. <laughs> and Brother Branham was like, Bless God. She's a saint. <laughs> and then he asked another woman that was there, do you know her? She might be a son. Say, oh, Brother Branham, you don't know. The reason why she's saying that, she's the biggest gossip in town. You didn't touch gossip. That's why you didn't touch her. <laughs> it's easy when we preach about faith, we preach about all those things. Everybody will shout, will stand up and do all those things. <laughs> but after you have shouted, I'm just reading this last thing and then I'll, I'll close. I hope you trust me on that. <laughs> because after, after you have done all those things, you have danced, you have done all those things, and then what will you go with? Because your faith, if you have just anointing on you, when you are dead, the brain that makes you to faint, when it stops, you are gone. You are gone. There is no remembrance of you. You will now go with whatever made you think that you were bigger than someone else. Oh, 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 I, I can manifest more God than that brother, than that sister. No. And people that have more gift, they suffer more than anybody. And I don't see why somebody will glory. <laughs> he says, uh, the brother says this. They knew the power of that name. They saw that that name was so powerful that even aprons taken from the body of Paul and sent in Jesus' name to suffering people could deliver the sick from all manners of diseases. <laughs> you see what that name does? 
when you bear it, you become the temple of that name. And then the name in you. When something, somebody can even greet you. And they have an issue, the issue is gone. Somebody can be sick. Because you are the temple of that anointing. And he dwells in you. You become one with him. Jesus said, if you see me, you see the father. But in this day, if you see somebody who has the name of Jesus, you see Jesus. And when somebody touches you, they, they touch Jesus. They, 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 they can receive the virtue coming from you. And then that virtue will go out and give them whatever they want. There is no more fear. The Bible says there is no more condemnation. Because you know that if I did something wrong, the one living in me will not leave me at peace. I don't know how somebody can have done all those things wrong. And then they still pray, sleep at peace. If I do something wrong, I will not sleep that night until I make it right. Unless maybe you have a different Jesus than mine. Maybe yours treats you better than mine. Because when you do something wrong, he, he, he's like the, the, the Holy Spirit in you, he has feelings. When you hurt his feeling, you will know that something is wrong. You will start to feel a certain way. As if you were sick. You have no peace. They will start to ask you. Are you okay? You know that something is wrong. I have, I have betrayed someone. I, 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 I hurt somebody. I have to make it right. And when you go to pray. It's not some small prayers. Of one minute. Two minutes. No. You pray until the one that you hurt feels that is enough. <laughs> uh, when you find people still pray one minute, two minutes, and then they say, okay, I think it's okay now, Lord. Uh-uh. It's for him to tell you that whatever you did, I have forgiven you. And that's when now the peace comes in you. Then you can say, oh, Lord Jesus, I thank you. Because he has forgiven you. A lot of people will be shocked that in that day, their sins will follow them. They thought that God forgave them their sin, but he never did. They thought, not him. Brother Brown says, for the, the Ephesians, it was not just about taking that name on Sunday and the rest of the week curse. And do everything else. No. It was every day. The life was the very manifestation. And that's why the people in Antioch. They called them Christians. Because they saw the kind of life they were living. And they recognized that these people. They were with Jesus. They were followers of Jesus. Because this kind of life. You cannot find it anywhere else. 
But today our churches become like lodges where we have brotherhood. Especially we call each other's brothers and sisters. They are, I think the Amish, or I don't know how you call them, they call each other's brothers and sisters. You go to the Mormon, they call each other's brothers and sisters. You go elsewhere, they call each other the same way. But the difference with when you believe the word of your time, you become that word. <laughs> but a lot of people, it's just like lodges. I'm going there to be called also a brother, so and so, sister, so and so. And especially when the message was coming in Congo, and then people start to make more money, and the message people start to become more rich. Do you know what people will do? They will go in the message church, at least to get a job. <laughs> Women will go in the message churches because they know that the people from the message they don't divorce. You see the purpose? <laughs> May God bless you. We can, we can stand up. But when you love God and you bury his name, his shame becomes your shame. You stand for what he stood for. You defend him in everything. Where the word is now respected, where the word is now welcome, you are now welcome to. You stand for the word. You stand for righteousness, holiness. No matter who is the person. <laughs> May God help us. Because we went far away from what the word wants us to do. We went more in the, 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 the demonstration. And then we forgot that the demonstration without the life is nothing. Because then people came. We did this in your name. We did that in your name. We did this in your name. We, res we resurrected the dead. We did that and that. But there was nothing to back it up. This evening, what is your position? Where are you? You don't have to look at your brother. You don't have to look at your sister. You don't have to look at your kids. You don't have to look at your husband, your wife, or anybody. No, you yourself. Where are you? Because salvation is for you only. If somebody else doesn't want it, it's for, for you only. It's not for a group. It's not for word of life as a body. No, it's for you. If Brother Isaac doesn't want it, where are you? Where are you standing? Where are you defending the word? Are you standing with the word when the word is, is mistreated? People talk bad about people and they gossip about people and you are among them. And notice all the time when the word is about to be crucified, enemies become friends. Pilate and Herod were never friends. But when Jesus was about to be crucified, the Bible said they became friends. You find people that don't even agree. But when it comes to, to kill an influence of a son or daughter of God, they become friends. To talk bad about that person. Where are you? When they talk bad about your pastor, about your friend, about your sister, what is your position? Do you shut them up or you want to have more information? 
so that you can know the wrongs of people. So that maybe you want to write a book. I have no idea. What is your position? When you first the word of God. Are you really bearing his name in holiness? Because that's the way to God. It's not when you say I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. And today we replace I'm a message believer, I'm a message believer. What is your position? I don't know what song Brother Brian has for us. As we sing, meditate. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. On earth alone. To be like Him. All through. exactly like him to be exactly who he wants you to reflect him exactly but this evening where are you standing with Jesus when he first called you you had a zeal for God 
Now when you go back, you compare that time and this time now. Where are you with God? Are you really bearing his name or are you bearing it in vain? You promised him, I will be this way, I will do this way, I will do that way. Is it things that you can do and stand and say, God, this is what I did? Or is it in vain? Because if we were really bearing the name of Jesus the right way, there will be no feeble person among us. There will be no prayer requests sent among us that will go back without response. But the reason sometimes we have to pray more and more is because among us we have people that are bearing the name in vain. And they bring reproach on that name. People that still believe that they are better than other people. They are stronger spiritual than other people. Let's pray. When I'm praying, you can pray too. Heavenly Father, I was asking myself how I was going to preach today, oh God. You know how stressed I was. That I was thinking and I didn't know what I would do. And I asked you, God, to come and help me, which I believe you did. This was not my thought, O oh God. I know it was your word. May you come down, Father, and vindicate this word so that whoever wanted this can have life and eternal life, O oh God. Because the goal in every preaching is not to bring people to us as ministers, but is to bring people closer to you so that they can stand in that day free from all sins, O oh God. The word came forth. May you come now. Bring it to where it belongs, O oh God. Because you know that the world will not just come without achieving its goal, O oh God. Because you don't send it just for the sake of sending it. But it has a purpose. May you fulfill it in Jesus' name. So that we can bear your name in truth and holiness. So that we can see more results of what the word says about us, oh God. And if there was any sin, anything that was taking us in bondage, that we couldn't overcome, oh God, I believe there is power in the name of Jesus. This evening, in the name of Jesus, may you give us strength and victory on whatever was overpowering us, oh God. And for us to know that this was the truth. Father, I bring all the prayer requests before you. Any disease 
that was brought before you this evening, let it be cancer, let it be high blood pressure, kidney issue, whatever. By this we will know that is the truth. May everybody receive the healing in Jesus' name. So that we can know that there is power indeed. In the name of Jesus. That we have done according to your word. Father, without you we are nothing. That's why we always trust in you. We know. We know God. That when you come down, everything changes. The situation changes. And in Jesus' name, if there was a lack of faith somewhere, may you, may you increase our faith the same way you did increase for the disciples. They came to you asking, Oh Lord, increase our faith. This evening we come to, oh God, increase our faith. Because how will we know that the word is the truth? And this is what you require from us. If the word is not preached in power. And the power, the same power that even that the aprons taken from the body of Paul. Send in the name of Jesus. To the people that were sick, that were healed. In Jesus name we trust in you. We pray for our pastor. We believe that this will be a quick recovery. We pray for brother Basil. We believe that it will be a quick recovery. And everything is well, oh God. Because you have sent us for this purpose. To believe in you. And by us that you can show to the devil that there is still people that stand for me. Thank you, Father, for everything. And if there is a Sunday, may you anoint whoever will stand behind the pulpit to preach for your own glory. In Jesus' name we have prayed with faith, believing that you have done everything that we have asked. And whatever we forgot, you have done it too. Because before we even open our mouth to say anything, you know it all. You know what we will forget. You know what we need. You know everything. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. May God bless you.
so good to us to meet us here every time we gather don't matter if there's 20 of us or 150 of us amen so thankful let's sing that uh ain't god good <clears throat> ain't god good to give us so many blessings undeserving well that's what we are we ought to thank Him, love and praise Him a little more today and a whole lot more tomorrow. Well, ain't God good to give us so many blessings undeserving? That's what we are. We ought to thank Him, love and praise a whole lot more tomorrow oh ain't God good to give us so many blessings undeserving that's what we are we ought to thank him love and praise 
and a whole lot more tomorrow. Amen. Be in prayer for the service of Sunday, uh, 11 and 430. Um, just come expecting and believing that the Lord will speak to us. And I want to tell you all, thank you for the prayers you prayed uh, for my brother with his accident and everything. He was able to walk up the stairs this week um, for the first time since, uh, I guess it was early March. Um, in a boot, but still he's able to walk up the stairs now. So um, very thankful for that, Lord, doing that for him. So next step is seeing him back in church and believing that. Amen. Let's sing that again as we're dismissed. Ain't God good to give us so many blessings undeserving? Well, that's what we are. We ought to thank him. Love and praise him, little more today and a whole lot more tomorrow. We dismiss. God bless you. Always good to Give us so many blessings, undeserving, that's what we are, we ought to thank Him, love and praise Him, and a whole lot more tomorrow.